Welcome to Faith on Fire, the broadcast that encourages believers to ignite the power of faith in their lives. Join us now as Pastor Vince Haney and Pastor Richard Hoyt Jr. bring the Word of God to fuel your faith. Welcome to another edition of Faith on Fire. I am Pastor Richard Hoyt Jr. from the Community Church of God. And I am Pastor Vince Haney from Rama Word of Faith, the Word Church. Again, welcome to another exciting broadcast of Faith on Fire. And uh, we're going to be talking about the subject of this broadcast today, which is faith and your faith being on fire. And a lot of people seem to forget, especially Christians, we seem to forget how much the Bible, the scriptures, talks about faith and then but and then we have a misunderstanding of what faith is i've seen a lot of people think faith is just a feeling or something or it's it's i don't know what they think it is but i understand as faith is living by trusting in acting on and having confidence in god and I always say this god and his word are one and I'm going to start off with this scripture in Romans chapter 1. Again, all throughout the Bible. Jesus said in Mark 11, 22, have faith in God. It's all over the scripture. But look what it says in Romans chapter 1, verse 16. We'll start at verse 16. And this is Paul. It says, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for in it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. And, and you have to put some emphasis on believes. For the Jew first and also the Greek, for in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. And it is written, the just shall live by faith. So he's saying the, the just should live by trusting in the Lord with all your heart. Because Proverbs 3, 5 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. In all your ways acknowledge him. Don't lean to your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he'll direct your path. And I just look at all these words in the Bible and I'm like, wow, God had a whole lot to say. <laughs> Yeah, and so that's what he's saying. Have faith in, in what I said about you, about your circumstance. Over, even over in, uh, I believe, Habakkuk, he goes to tell us that the just shall live by faith. Over in Galatians, the just shall live by faith. Over there in Ephesians, it says we were saved by faith. It keeps, the Bible just keeps talking about faith, faith, faith. And so I just kept meditating on faith and asking God to reveal more to me, more and more what faith is. Because, you know, when we get saved, we, we just find out, okay, we're supposed to live by faith. What's that is? Well, we're supposed to live by 
what Jesus said, man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of the Father. We have to believe what God said is true. Emphasis on believe. We have to believe that and start acting like that. And then James says the way you'll tell what not a person believes it is what they do. That's right. why he says faith without works is dead. Right. And, and, and Jesus said over in uh, Romans also, in Romans chapter 10, real quick, in Romans chapter 10, he says, and he was giving you an example of what faith looked like. He says, with the heart one believes. Because, again, he keeps equating the word faith with believe. Faith with believe or belief. They go together. Faith with belief. Trust in God. And he says, with the heart one believes. And with the, I'm paraphrasing, and with the mouth confession is made. So whatever you start believing in your heart, and again, we have to clarify, heart, biblical heart is not your blood pump. That's your spirit, the real you. He says that in Romans 10, with the heart man believes and with his mouth confession is made. And that's a law, meaning whatever you believe in your heart, in your spirit, in the core of you, you're going to speak that with your mouth. So here it is to just your little by faith. So as we start believing the word of God, being transformed by a renewing of our mind, because faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing the word of God. And we've been hearing his word since the day we got saved. We keep hearing and that faith is growing it says whatever is in your heart in abundance your mouth is going to speak jesus said it in matthew 12 a good man out of the good treasures of his heart brings forth good things again the heart is the spirit so what should be in the christian's heart is the truth and the truth is the word of god jesus said you should know the truth and the truth will set you free so now are being transformed into his image or by the ruin of our mind is by his word. In the beginning, it says in John was the word. And we understand in the beginning, God, who was a spirit, spoke words. He spoke and said he saw something dark and he said, let there be light. There it was. What, whatever the spirit believed, the spirit spoke and there it was. And that's how we're made. That's why. We've been redeemed, reconciled, and restored back to the first. Adam was made just like that. God gave him dominion, told him, whatever you call, whatever in this garden, that's what his name's going to be. Adam operated out of the spirit. And we know through his disobedience, we lost fellowship with God. We died spiritually. <laughs> we died spiritually because the scripture says it's the spirit that gives life. The flesh profits nothing. Then Jesus said, the words that I speak are spirit in their lives. So now the just living by faith we got to start speaking and talking like kingdom folk, like God talk. And God's always positive. He never says anything negative about himself. <laughs> so he tells us to live like that too, to just live by faith. We live by, and remember the scripture says this, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Well, say what? Well, say what I told you to say. Remember, we, we talk about on this broadcast with David when he went out to fight Goliath. He declared something. He said, this day. The Lord will deliver you into my hand. Well, he, the demon of the Lord was saying so. Said, right. and, and before that, when he was talking to um, Saul, he said, the Lord, the God who has delivered me from the bear and the lion will deliver me from this Philistine. The and so he knew in his heart that God was going to deliver him. Because God must have told him that. God, that <laughs> God, God revealed that be, to him. You know, and we talk about faith. You know, you started by talking about faith and our faith on fire. We operate on faith in so many different levels. We've talked before on this show, I'm sure, about the fact that we put faith in all kinds of things. We put faith in other drivers on the road. When we go down the road, we take we 
are operating by faith that the other person will stay on their side of the road. Right, right. We're, when we go through a green light, we are operating on faith that all the people that have the red light are going to stop. No. And so we operate on faith all the time. What we're talking about here and what the Bible is talking about is faith in God. And do you have faith in God? So I believe that everybody's going to stop on the red light. So I go through the green. That's how you know what I believe. Well, well we believe we're going to be safe when we walk out our door. Right. If and not, so, you stay in the house. Right. And so we operate on faith in a lot of different ways. Well, with God, as he tells us and speaks to us, we need to believe him. And when we that's believe simple. him, then we're going to go do what it is that he said that we should do. That, and that's that just simple. all the way. It's just all the way throughout the whole Bible. You know, you talk about the righteous will live by faith. A lot of times I think people think that faith is just a New Testament idea. Faith no, was an Old Testament right. idea. It's a God idea. It's, a, it's the from, way God From beginning operates. to end, the righteous will live by faith. There it, it is. It wasn't <laughs> as if God had one way in the Old Testament and that didn't work out. So he said, well, I better come up with plan B. Oh, we'll make it by faith. The righteous would always live by faith. And here it is. Like you say, it was an Old Testament thing because it's, it's a God thing. That's how God operates by faith. So he said we're made in his image and his likeness. So he told us we should live by faith. Jesus just came and, and was just the perfect example of that. Everything he did and said was happening. He'd say go and be healed. He, he'd say just declare things. He That's when he said have faith in God. Previous to that, he had just spoke to a fig tree and, and said nothing will grow from you from this day forward. And then on the way back from their journey, his disciples saw, saw the tree had withered away to its roots. And they say, look, Jesus, the tree you cursed, spoke words to, negative words, cursed, has withered away. And then Jesus said, well, have faith in God. Because he's saying, well, well I do, because I know who God says I am and what I have and what I can do. So I'm just, and Jesus always said, I don't do anything that the Father hasn't instructed me to do. He was the sample son. He was how we're originally supposed to operate. So when, And God told Jesus that. And Jesus believed that. And then Jesus came and told us, repent and believe the gospel. Well, gospel's good news. And the good news is God loves people. And he wants to restore us. And he sent Jesus you know, to redeem, reconcile, and restore us back to the first. We keep thinking that you know, being a Christian is just about being good and just being nice. Well, there's more to going that. Going to church. Yeah, just going to church and being Dressing nice. Dressing up on well, Sunday. Well, well, there's more Jesus. Not working on Sunday. Well, well, Jesus did a whole lot of stuff. And again, he was our example. And he operated by faith. Everything he did. We know his first, we call it a miracle, but I just call it, that's how God does things. At, at the wedding feast of Cana, they were out of wine. And Jesus said, go get me some water. I'm going to show you how heaven operates. And that was the first, what they call a miracle. And he then he just kept on doing things. And he told us, and all he was saying was believe. Just that's what faith is. Believe. It's whatever you believe. And we're supposed to have faith in God or belief in God or confidence in God. But we have to keep hearing that over and over. You can't, whatever you feed your spirit on is what's going to grow bigger. If you feed your spirit, and we talk about that on this broadcast all the time, you feed your spirit nothing but the nightly news constantly, that's what you're going to have faith for. Well, then but the if world's no good. Right. There's no hope. And if you feed your spirit the word of God, because Jesus said man should not live by bread alone, but by every word 
So if you're feeding your spirit that, you're going to start believing whatever you're eating or feeding on. Well, see, and then you also, in order, to, we talk about faith in God, and we talk about believing in God, and we talk about trusting in God. you got to know what God says. What does God say about you? See, a lot of people, in, in even as Christians, are kind of downtrodden. They're, they're always down. They're always feeling bad. Guess what? God says you're his child. Mm-hmm. Do you believe it? If you believe you are a child of God, if you are a, if you really believe well, that a, you are a child of the God who spoke this universe into existence, your whole outlook about life and the day takes on a whole different well, meaning. I'm, I'm going to do what you do now. Here's those people. But I don't feel like it. I don't feel like I'm a, It's not about feelings. We walk by faith, not by sight. Not Sight means things perceived by the senses, feelings. We faith, Walking by faith means we walk by what God said. See, walking by sight says, oh, man, this is terrible. I don't feel good today. I don't feel righteous today. Well, I just feel like God's abandoned me. Right. That's walking by sight. I mean, I've I've talked to people. I'm sure you have, too. That's walking by sight. I just feel like God doesn't care about me anymore. Right. And he said the just shall live by faith. It's not how you feel. So the Bible says, Jesus says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Do you really believe that? If you really believe that, you can't say... Well, God doesn't well, care about Well, you wouldn't anymore. say that because that ain't what you believe. Remember? With the heart, one the believes. The only way you can believe that, though, is to not believe God. That's what we're talking about. So now you're not walking by God. faith because right. you're walking by feeling things perceived by the senses. And it tells us in uh, Hebrews chapter 1, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Well, I like to say the reality of things hoped for. Well, I'm hoping for the things that God said about me. That's what my hope is. Scripture said let your hope and faith be in God. Faith is something's hopeful. It, it's the evidence of things not seen. Yeah, well, that's my evidence is what God says. And over in Corinthians, it says, though the outward man is perishing, that's that old fleshly man. Yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. That's the spiritual man. That's the one you need to be feeding. Because you can feed that flesh by things perceived by the senses or sense knowledge evidence. You can feed that. And that's what the news do. They give you some sense knowledge evidence. They say, look at this. Television. Look at this. Believe this. And, and, and God's saying, look, meditate on my word. Believe that. Get a vision off of. God want to tell us a vision, too. He said, get a vision out of my word and believe the gospel. And it's all good. And, again, we get to make that choice. You know, whose report are you going to believe? The nightly news report or the report of the Lord? Right. See, God says that I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will always be with you. My grace is sufficient. And then the news tells you. That, you know, there's no hope in the world. Yeah. This, this world's so screwed yeah, up. Yeah, news tell no you, uh, we're going to be out of water in, uh, in 10 years. California's the going. The going to blow up. Right, all that. Greenhouse the emissions. Drought. They tell you all that. Remember, I remember one Christian guy was prophesying that the world was ending. When was that? When it was supposed to end it two years ago? Well, People were, 2000, we know that. Right. <laughs> and Jesus said this, no man knows the day or the hour. Only the Father knows that. So if it, see, I believe what he said. So when all that was going around, I wasn't tripping. I was like, no, because Jesus, I believe what the Word of God says about that. He says, no man knows the day or the hour. So I'm, I'm, I'm at peace. Nobody knows but God and Jesus. So how Mister Camping gonna know? <laughs> well, and and then you just go beyond Harold Camping and those kind of things. When the world, when the news is talking about all these things being so bleak and that there's no hope, and when we have Jesus and we say. I don't have to worry about that because he is sufficient. His grace is sufficient. Whatever is going to happen to me today, I don't have to, as you say, trip. I don't have to worry. I don't have to be fearful because if, I know that I'm in his hand no matter where I am. And no if matter it what does happens. end, I know I'm going to spend eternity 
in eternity. To live as Christ <laughs> and to die as gain. Right. So See, we don't that's need to run around at. in fear. We don't need to run around worrying about all these things. See, fate, fate uh, just overrides and diminishes fear. That's what it does. Faith, when you got your faith in God, you're built up. And you trust in what God said. And that's all we're doing on this broadcast. We're encouraging and challenging you to put your faith and trust in God. And again, we used to always say that not people in God. And God and his word are one, like wet and water. You can't separate the wet from the water. You can't separate God from his word. Just like we can't separate each other from our word. If I said I'm going to be there or do this or that, you put some trust in what I said. And if I keep letting you down, or you have no confidence in what I said, well, it's still back on you. Because Jesus said, according to your faith, being unto you. So he said, whatever you believe. See, Richard, you may believe something about me or I, that something on the negative side. And I could be believe what God said about me on the positive side. But here's the deal. It doesn't matter what you believe. It's what I believe. Because Jesus told me to repent and believe the gospel. Well, because I believe the gospel and, and somebody else probably don't, well, it doesn't make God's word of no effect. I well, believe let the it, word. Let God be true and every man be right. a liar. And, and that's my response. And so what, that's my response. God <laughs> says is what's true. That's what's true. So it doesn't matter what people so say about God me. So if God says I'm a new creation, else. old things have passed, behold, all things become new. Guess what? Guess what I believe? Old things have passed. All, I'm a new creation. I'm an ambassador for Christ. I'm a minister of reconciliation. I'm, I'm being I'm being transformed into his image. And that's what we got to start doing, focusing and meditating on what God said and yeah, thinking about, about what, what he said. Don't worry about what your neighbors say or your friends say or anybody else. Right. Don't worry about what the news says. Don't worry about it. Here's the key, though, and, and we touched on it two or three times, I think, here today, is you got to know what God's word says. You if you don't to. have any idea what God's <laughs> word right. says. And you know what? I know. And somebody out there is listening going, man, they're just like every other radio preacher they're just like every other radio or television preacher they're just like every preacher i ever heard always talking about reading the bible that's all i ever hear from any preacher read you the bible read well guess what maybe you better read it maybe maybe the reason why you hear so many people say read your bible is because you need to read your bible so that you can have an idea of what it is that god says well and here it is about reading the bible and i know the devil that's is one of his biggest um tactics or influences to keep you from reading the bible but it says in hebrews because i read the bible i study the bible i can fellowship with god through his word in hebrews 4 12 it says for the word of god is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword dividing it says piercing even to the divisions of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow and is a discerner of thoughts and intents of the heart. The heart, back to the spirit. And there is no creature hidden from its sight, but all things are naked and open to the eyes of him whom we must give account. See, God's word is living. And once you plant that living seed inside of you, it starts to reveal things to you. It speaks to you. The word of God, that's the supernatural about the word of God. And that's why the devil don't want you to spend time with the word of God. Because his word of God will brainwash you. Wash all that crap out of your brain, your mind, and it'll renew it. It'll start speaking to you. That's it'll what his, change your thinking. That's what his word does. That's why the scripture says his word endures forever. That's why he says over in Isaiah, his word does not return void, but it accomplished what it sends out to do. That's why the scripture tells us that angels hearken to the voice of the word of God. See, we have to be in agreement with the word of God. That's what faith is. 
you're in agreement with what God says. Because angels now, they're on assignment. When they hear the voice of the word of God go out from God's people, they go they go to work to bring it to pass. That's what that's the angel's job is to work for those who inherited salvation. That's us. And no, here it is again. Jesus said, Thomas, you seen yet believe. Blessed are those who not seen yet believe. Well, I ain't never seen an angel, but I believe they exist. Again, because the Bible tells me so. I believe the word of God. I don't have to see it to believe it. Well, see, the sight says of, I got to see it first. Right. See, there's a lot of things that the Bible talks about that we may not ever see but with we our believe. own natural eyes. But we can, we can choose we can to believe. believe because God says it's so. And that's all. That's what faith is. Believe because God said that's it's so. That's why when somebody's <laughs> sick or somebody's hurt and sight might say, well, there's no sense even praying for them. There's no hope. Right. They're, they're already gone. Says we're well, going well, well, sight said that about Jesus when he went to... Uh, one of Lazarus' sisters says Jesus is too late. That's yeah, what no Sight sense, said. No he already man. did. We he already wrapped him up, mummified him, and everything. And Jesus said, uh, "Didn't I let you? Told you he will rise again." And she like, "Well, I know he'll rise again in the resurrection." Jesus said, "Woman, I am the resurrection." <laughs> and he spoke again. He spoke words. He said, "Lazarus, come forth." Did La according to the scriptures, I believe the scriptures. Did Lazarus come forth? Because Jesus was operating by faith. Jesus believed that. And he said it. He prayed. He said, Father, I already believe. But for these around me, these doubters, that let them just go ahead. Let's make this happen. And boom. And it, it happened. And that's what faith is. That's believing you are who God says you are. Jesus believed. Jesus believed so much when the Father told him to go die for the sins of humanity. He said, okay, I'll do it. Because the Father promised him. I'm going to raise you up, son. You're going to be back and spend eternity with me. And Jesus, he, the scripture says, we believe, so therefore we speak over in 2 Corinthians. And just like Jesus spoke that all the time. Destroyed this temple. And then three days later, he was declaring his faith. He was declaring what God said about him. Because God sent him and told him, son, go and die, but I'm going to raise you up. Jesus had to have faith to be birthed and fulfill the plan and purpose God had for his life. And still believe that he was going to be back with the father. You know, as we were talking here, <laughs> it reminded me of when we had Drake Travis on the phone mm -hmm. about his book and the healing power of God and how it was interesting to listen to him, how when he first started in that healing ministry, he was a little scared because what if it doesn't work? Right. And I think that fear holds back lots of Christians, not well, just, it does. Not I see just that in, in in praying for people that are sick and that can be something that holds us back because what if i pray for them and they don't get better what if i pray for them and it doesn't seem to work how will i look and so we're worried we're more worried about how we will look than we are about what god has to say but it's not just fear and that kind of thing just fear in so many different things as we're worried about how we might be perceived by people as we worry about whether well, or not it will work um just think about this if you are walking along and you trip over something and fall down, almost everybody jumps up, looks around to see if anybody was looking because right. we don't want anybody Cause, cause, to see, see us and, because we look dumb. And as you were saying that, that, that goes back to being self-conscious or sin conscious. See, once you are, how we am I about, going to look? We, we looked at that scripture when we started in Romans chapter one. Well, in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. See, so faith people under, they have a righteousness conscience instead of a sin conscious a righteousness conscious 
reveals that you that you're in right standing with Jesus. I mean, with God. That's how Jesus thought. Jesus say, "I and the Father are one." And when we're I looking, abide in Him always. And when we're looking at the Father, we're not looking at ourselves. How am I looking? How right, am I going to look right, in this right. situation? Well, what will people think of me? Well, we're thinking about Him. See, well, you got to get out of that because when you go with those thoughts, guess what you allow to enter in? Doubt. And the Scripture says over in James, if anybody come to God, let them come in faith with no doubting. But he who doubts is like a wave of the sea tossed and driven to and from. Let that man not believe that he will receive anything from the Lord. So you have to, you have to develop your faith and be confident. Faith is confidence in God. You have to be confident. When I'm laying hands and praying for people, I'm confident that my prayers are getting through. I'm confident that God's going to do what he said he's going to do. I'm not doing it in doubt. If I'm doing it in doubt, First of all, I ain't going to do it because I'm doubting. And that's why a lot of people don't pray for nobody because they already right. doubt. Because well, they're afraid. Well, and they're doing just what the scripture says. They already doubted. And, and we know what the scripture says about doubt. The scripture says over in Mark eleven twenty four, 24, what's the other things you desire when you pray? Believe you receive them. It See, didn't I say don't believe. A lot believe, of people, if it. they know somebody's got a cold, they'll pray for that person because they just know that the person's probably going to get better. They're not worried about that. But when they find out somebody's got a more serious illness, then it's a little more scary to pray for those people out loud. Well, you loud. know what? Here's what I'm finding out, Richard. Start on yourself because you get under attack too. Because you're a Christian, I mean, you're not under attack. I, I, a sickness tried to attack me. He's been trying to attack me for the last week. You know what I've been, I'm, I understand something. The scripture says the kingdom of God suffers violence and the violent take it by force. And, and the, the, the weapon for us is the word of God. It says in Ephesians 6, it's the sword of the spirit. That's what we fight with. I've been fighting this thing that's trying to attack me with the word of God constantly. I've been declared by his stripes I'm healed. Christ has redeemed me from the law. No weapon that's formed against me shall prosper. Any sickness, disease, germ, virus, or allergy that comes in contact with my body dies instantly. Why? Because my body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, and that stuff don't have a right to encroach upon the temple. I've been declaring nothing shall by any means harm me. I'm, I believe, therefore I speak. I believe what God said, so I'm speaking, and I'm warning the Spirit. But I'm, I'm always working on myself before I go out and work with somebody else. But I have to believe it's true. Remember, repent and believe the God. You got to believe. You got to be sold out. That scripture we went to in Romans 1, Paul started off with saying, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. For it is the power of God unto salvation. Well, there it is. Once you get a revelation, oh, it's the power. It ain't the power of me. Oh, it's the power of God. And God gets involved when I agree with him and open See, my mouth and, and speak in line with him. Me. I don't have to do it. It's the power of God. And you got to get know that it's God. So if if they didn't get healed, it ain't your fault. <laughs> right. Yeah. But if you didn't step in with faith and believe, you know, it takes the other recipients part, too. When you're praying for somebody, they got to believe, too. Jesus always asked them, do you believe I'm able to do this? You can't just pray for somebody to get healed if they don't want to get healed. They got to want to get healed. So anyway, this is going to do it for this segment of Faith on Fire. We're out of time, but we're definitely not out of faith. And again, if this ministry is a blessing to you, why don't you prayerfully consider sowing a seed into it to keep us on the air. And remember, as you go through this week, remember to walk by faith and not by sight.
If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, we ask that you would consider sending a love offering to Faith on Fire, P.O. Box 7508, Chico, California, 95927, which allows this broadcast to continue in your local area. Again, that's Faith on Fire, P.O. Box 7508, Chico, California, 95927. Please join us again next time on this great station for more Faith on Fire.